I guess I tend to look at life through simple eyes and through simple means. To me, I see summer as this. Memorial Day is the beginning of summer. The 4th of July celebration is the middle of summer. And summer closes with what? Labor Day. I think that's what made Willie Mays such a great baseball player. Do you know whom I speak of? Willie Mays said this, when somebody hits the ball to me, I catch it. And when somebody pitches the ball to me, I hit it. He did quite well at that. Very simple way of seeing it. And for us, believers in Jesus Christ, we have this very simple way of understanding what we are to be about. The Great Commission, you complete it. Go ye therefore and make... So our Lord's marching orders for us believers, we are called to make disciples, not find disciples, not promote disciples, not attract disciples, not lure disciples, not steal disciples. We are told to make disciples, not make church members or make religious people. We are called to make disciples. That's our Lord's calling to us, to reproduce, to procreate, to make followers of Jesus. I'd like to ask you along those lines of making disciples, which characteristic of being a disciple of Jesus do you see as the most vital? Is it compassionate? Is it determined? Is it prioritized? Is it mature? Is it growing? Is it evangelizer? Is it serving? Is it humble? Is it worshiper? Or is it forgiving? Now, can I just ask you off the top of the head, which one is the key component to be a disciple? Throw it out. All? I heard that. Any specific one that jumped out at you? Serve? If I had you pick two, would be the second? Anyone? Pardon? Forgiving? Compassionate, yes. You see them up there? Our Lord told us disciples, his believers, to go make disciples. These are key characteristics. But what if I told you that being a disciple is for losers? What are you talking about, Pastor? Well, if you're going to be a disciple, you're really a loser. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Or what if I told you that Jesus is for losers? What? Well, Jesus is for losers. Well, none of us want to be known as what? A loser. Discipleship for losers, Jesus for losers. Uh, to me, uh, what if I told you that Jesus and Garth Brooks have a lot in common? They both have friends in what? Low places. Let's just leave it at that. He has friends in low places, no more. What are you talking about, pastor? Well, discipleship is for losers, Jesus for losers. They both have, Jesus and Garth Brooks, they both have friends in what? Low places. Ugh, we don't really don't like that. One of the most enduring of all parables, remember parables and earthly story with a heavenly meaning, more importantly, a parable is an iron fist and a velvet glove. The prodigal son is really about the prodigal God for losers. You know, a prodigal is someone who gives away a lot. Why? Well, there's the younger brother who's footloose, who goes out and blows the money, goes to Vegas, blows it all, moves to Nebraska, the pigs, and says finally gets moved back to northwest Ohio. He's a loser. He's in a low place. Blows dad's money. And then let's not forget the older brother, He's arrogant and holier than now because my way is always right and how I view things always right. He's a loser in a low place. The parable of the prodigal God or the prodigal son is really about a father of two losers. They're both in low places. One can't keep from indulging their sensuality and the other can't keep themselves from their holy and righteousness ethics of life. And they're both far away from the father. Father calls me disciples and come to my feast. I will forgive both of you. 
And by the way, if you want to talk about losers and those born in low places, no offense, you and I are born in sin. King David said, surely I was conceived in sin. I was born in sin from the time my mother gave me birth. We're born in low places. Can you all read it? For all have what? Are losers in a low place. Well, just pick your sin. Is it greed? Is it lust? Is it envy? Is it pride? Is it arrogance? Is it anger? Is it malice? Is it idolatry? Is it apathy? Is it laziness? Whatever it is. No offense, Jesus is for losers. Discipleship is for losers. But the good news is that Jesus came to save what? Losing those in low places, you and I. See, Jesus doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. He comes to you and I in low places, losers, and he brings us his redemption and grace. Can you read this with me? Well, I really don't want to take it that far, Pastor. I'm really not that bad a loser in a low place. Oh, yes, we are. And while we're yet sinners, Christ came and died for us. He lifts us up. See, I think there's Bible studies and children's books that say heroes of the Bible. But are there really heroes of the Bible? Because if we look at the Bible rather objectively, we can see the Bible as being a book full of losers. And God's love for losers. What do you mean by that? Well, here we go. Abraham, the idolater, he had little idols. Okay, pretty dumb. There was Moses, the murderer. He killed an Egyptian. He got mad. There was David, the adulterer. Remember Bathsheba up on the roof? He couldn't control himself. There was Jeremiah, the complainer. Ever met a person who complained a lot? There was Matthew, a tax collector. Enemy of the state. Took too much money. There's Peter, the boaster. You ever met someone who talks all the time? Ever met someone who... uh, Sort of runs your mouth without thinking. Good. Nobody said we hear that every Sunday morning. All right, that's good. Okay. There's Judas the traitor. There's Paul the persecutor. Disciples of Pharaoh the followers. Oh, yeah, Jesus, I'm going to follow you until you're crucified. Then I'm going to go hide behind a locked door. I'm all with you. I'm, I'm all in, Jesus, until I might be in jeopardy. And you can put whatever ERS there is for you and me. Jesus loves losers, and discipleship is for losers. Why? Because all those people, by the grace and the power of God, were lifted up to become his disciples. This is what Paul says about all of us and how God uses us in our stations. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential, not many of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the strong and the lowly things. He, he chose the Peters and the Pauls, and he chose the Abrahams and the Moses and the David and Jeremiah's, and he chose you and me. To nullify the things that are for in him we are Christ Jesus, who is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. So you can see how Jesus is for losers, discipleship is for losers. To you and I, how God lifts us up, that we are his disciples, determined, prioritize, evangelizing, forgiving, all those things. But then I'm also going to tell you discipleship is for losers like this. Well, how's that? St. Paul said this. Whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. You see, discipleship is for losers because you and I, those things that we hold dearly in our hand, like our possessions, our popularity, our convenience, our need for fun, our need to indulge our sinful nature, Jesus says, let go of that, lose that stuff. That's what Paul said. 
I left go of those things in the world that I considered great. And friends in Christ, if we're holding on to the things of the world, our money, our possessions, our popularity, our convenience, our fun, those things that we think will make other people like us, we let go of that, our hands are open to receive the blessings of God. That's what Paul says. I've lost them all for the sake of having Jesus Christ right there in my hands. Discipleship is for losers. Read this with me. sounds like a rather difficult, philosophical, theological, what do you mean lose my life and find in Christ? If my life is about the things this world, lose it. And when we find Christ, who is our all? Friends in Christ, what's the most important thing we have? Our money? Our possessions? Our popularity? We can even say our freedom and our liberty. What's most important is that Christ Jesus, because when we have Christ Jesus, we have everything. We have life eternal life, we have hope, and we have redemption. Jesus says this, whoever loses his life, when we give up wanting to be popular with the world, when we give that all up, there's life with Jesus. We find life in Christ. Pick up your cross. Sometimes the burden God calls us to carry to bless others and follow Jesus and find life in him. Discipleship is for losers. Read that with me. Give it up. Pride goeth before the fall. Martin Luther said this, the law is for the proud, the gospel is for the humble. The proud, the arrogant older brother, the younger brother who decided to go out and live a wild life. For those who are humble in spirit, the Lord forgives. Find your life in Jesus. Lose your life in the selfishness of this world. God puts us in our place at times. Not because he hates us or he punishes us. He desires us to look at him. He desires us to see the worth of the cross in light of all the mess of this world. We are called to lose our pride, our boasting, anything else we think we need to prove ourselves to God, lose it all. God gives us space and grace to find God and to have saving faith. He allows us to do that. I received a movie, Forrest Gump. I know it's sort of old. You ever see it? If not, take the time to watch it. Forrest Gump is really an enduring movie about a, a young man who had some limitations, maybe some intellectual limitations. And the movie is all about watching him live his life. And really the movie is about things that he did extraordinary because he didn't have the pride of this world. He all said, my name is Forrest, Forrest Gump. Somebody said, Forrest, are you stupid? He said, mama says stupid is as stupid does. He really didn't know the difference. He's rather a humble man. But in the movie, it shows what a humble person can do. What? Well, he became a great friend to Jenny, who was abused at home and had a difficult family life. Um, he became an All-American in Alabama. He was fast. Um, he became a war hero. He was a great soldier. He never questioned his officers. He did what he was called to do. Um, he was a keeper of promises. He helped Bubba, who died in the war. He... He gave his money to his family. He kept his promises. And there's Lieutenant Dan, who lost his legs in the war, and um, he helped save him. Um, and finally, he was going to heaven. Uh, I want to go back to a scene in that movie. In a scene in the movie, Lieutenant Dan, he lost his legs in the war, and, and Forrest Gump runs into him. And he got the Medal of Honor. And Lieutenant Dan said, you got the Medal of Honor? And he took him back to his apartment and said, Forrest Gump, 
the, the, the pastor, the, the, the preacher at the veterinarian's administration, he said, I will walk again in the kingdom of heaven. Did you hear me? I'll walk again in the kingdom of heaven. What nonsense. And Forrest said, I'm going to heaven. And Lieutenant Dan looked at him and said, Forrest, have you found Jesus? And Forrest said, I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him, sir. <laughs> By the way, don't look for Jesus. Jesus is looking for you in his word. In baptism, he found you. Don't look for Jesus. Jesus, right where he's always promised to be in his word. And Forrest says, I'm going to heaven. Forrest knew the truth. My point is, friends in Christ, he lost his life. The, the things of this world didn't matter to him. But being a good, godly citizen who's going to heaven, that brought blessings. Discipleship is for losers. God lifts us sinners up that he uses us. Discipleship is for losers. We lose ourselves to this world, and God uses us for those things that are great. Discipleships are losers, called by God's grace, lose life and fight in Jesus Christ. So how about this for us, forgiven and redeemed losers, lifted high by God's grace? Can you all read with me that with me the closing thought? Take my life. And for us, redeemed in Christ, and all God's people say,